Okay, we're we're all drunk. Welcome to After Party 34. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Where we're going to talk about sessions 101, Escalation, 102, Resolution, and 103, The Edge of Imbecility. Which, I don't know if that's a real word, is it? I don't think it's it a certainly word. is. Imbecilic. <laughs> Imbecilic. It? it certainly is. Imbecility is, is a word? I think Imbecility. It is. Well, Imbecility. I, I, okay, hold on. Let's I, get this. I certainly knew what the hell it meant when I read it. <laughs> it's <laughs> so also it interchangeable with the edge of insanity. Imbecility. Ah, yeah. it's, a, it's a word, guys. Imbecility. I-M-B-E-C-I-L-I-T-Y. My lexicon well, is, we are. runs long what is and spell? runs deep. Mm. Imbecilic. <laughs> well, he seemed happy with that. <laughs> and Bill looks surprised. Okay. Oh, what are we doing again? Oh yeah, after party. All right, so let's let's get into this thing. So 101. Uh, this is you know hell. Where to start with these three episodes? I mean, shit. Dude. This was a this was a roller coaster ride uh, coming off the last three too. I mean, some would say imbecilic. Yeah. Yeah. So we uh, we start out with me and Shaft polymorphed as Erica and Sardos heading up to the camp to to stop the Infinity Vines and cause some havoc. That was a really good idea, by the way. Like, despite how it ultimately <laughs> kind of comes <laughs> plays out, I thought that was a really good idea. Yeah. So so uh, actually doing it sucked, but the idea of it was pretty good. I mean, I, yeah. I, <laughs> we got... <laughs> it could have worked out really well. We got but... the Erica scream from John out of that. Yes, I mean, that, 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 is, really that makes it worth it. So all, good. All, all, you know, I, thought, I really liked your Sardo voice, Elena. It was uh, on yeah. point. I tried. You heard her. <laughs> yeah, Sardo was probably it was pretty much just reinforcing everything that. Oh yeah. That yeah I, I want to say before we recorded it, John was like, "Let me do the talking." I was like, "That's fine. I'm with it." Well, we had a little plan. We talked about it a little bit before we went up there. I said, "I'm just going to be a pissed off Erica," and you said something like, "I'll just be a handsome Sardo." Yeah, yeah. Of course, <laughs> yeah. I'll be Fabio. And I think I said, "I don't know how that's going to help." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But it did. I think what Leela meant by his statement, too, was despite how it turned out, meaning that when you say, oh, so start the evacuation plan. Oh, yeah, yeah, the evacuation plan. Well, we yeah. go with it and not knowing what Can it I is. Can I ask, at any time during that, during <laughs> that, did the two either one of the two of you think, this was really easy? <laughs> I, de- I definitely was like, that was so easy. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I was until uh, uh, Mia started going, and send... Uh, What's his name oh, after yeah. the doppelgangers? Oh, where'd they go? <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, will you all kill each other real quick, please? Yeah. Kralakina <laughs> needs about 150 to 200 more sacrifices. <laughs> right. Yeah. Give or take a dozen. <laughs> yeah. Now, I think overall it went pretty well. They did. Oh, yeah. They, they, I figured if I go in there just really pissed off, they're not going to question her, right? Oh, Totally. And she's already sort of set the precedence of being that way. Yeah. Definitely. It definitely. definitely felt too easy. But I will say once we left the camp and kind of realized the other two were fighting, I was like, oh, so that's why it was so easy. I, You know, like a yin-yang. Like a meta a meta game yin-yang is what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I'll get them no. to leave, but so. they're going to have to fight Alamar. I will say one of the most key things that the two of you did was have Shaft Erica put on the harness. 
Oh, there yeah. was a second there because this, you know, the beginning of 101 was like a new play session for us. I thought that it wasn't going to get put on. I, <laughs> I wasn't sure if that was going to happen. I forgot about it. Would they have questioned it if she ha- if he hadn't she hadn't had it on? That could possibly have made the difference, especially with some of the way that uh, some of the questions that Sardo was posing. Certainly would have added to potential. What exactly is going on here? Right. Yeah. Possibly. Mm. I mean, my big fear was a couple things. I wanted to. I didn't know what to do with the barrels. You know, part of it was I can't have them just dump it out, and I can't say roll it into the ocean. Because yeah. then we'd have, you know, undead fish all over the damn place for the next 50 years. <laughs> I didn't know what else. And we didn't want to dump it in the, the, the yeah. hole. Think so of I the boon figured. for local industry, and, uh, though. <laughs> the decision with the barrels and the decision for the Faylair and Forest rendezvous, all John. Like, I had nothing to do. I was just in the moment supporting him. Well, as the map maker, I knew that was the furthest place away that had already right. been screwed up. <laughs> right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. send them back there. I mean, really, this actually have, seems like it would be a pretty good spot for cultist activity anyways. Yeah. They should have thought that before. Be <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, and then, you know, my other concern was, is Terry Russell really the right guy to be talking to? You know, he's really went up the ranks since uh, since we put him in prison. Oh, yeah. I mean, all that info he had on you definitely surged him up, yeah. up, up to the top there. So he should have been thanking us. For I helping guess. him that get that rise and <laughs> He insane. used you as a stepping stone in his career? <laughs> yes. Mm. He owes us. Oh, okay. Well, maybe if you right. meet, meet him again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably going to kill him if I meet him again. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good to know they had an evacuation plan. I think we misunderstood oh, yeah. the entirety of the evacuation plan or how it went down, but we couldn't really ask questions at that point, right? It was very nice of Leland to say to us, because we were dumb, listen, the plan was if they can't take it, they're going to sink it. And we were like, oh. <laughs> yeah, he had to explain it a couple times. And yeah, that's we got what's it. happening. So yeah. uh, let's see. What do I got here? Um, yeah, they, they had the rendezvous point, And we did uh, mark ourselves to make sure if we do run into each other again at the time, not knowing where the doppelgangers were. That we could identify each other. Mm-hmm. But yes. if you take damage when you're polymorphed, when you change back to yourself, does the damage heal? Like, would those marks have been gone oh, since you marked we yourself were... as Erica and Sardo? Yeah, right. I could have easily ruled it that way. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't, because that's just another layer of confusion that we really did. Yeah, it was <laughs> honestly... <laughs> it, it, it might, yeah, it, that was a lot of what went into... <laughs> deciding that because it could have just easily have been you all had had that conversation before you used the mirror we easily even in the moment yeah. could have just like you know retconned it right there but we just i just went with it yeah um just right. because because it, again it was a it was a smart solution that you all came up with to try and circumvent some p- potential you know bites in the ass down the road with these doppelgangers going who knows where at the time so yeah we kind of rolled with it but yeah, it kind of makes more sense that that mark wouldn't be on you if you made it in your polymorph. Right. So right. I think Ian had brought that up he in did. the Discord. He did, yeah, that's right. Oh, Ian. But, um, yeah. so are we going to rule that from now on our marks are still there? Like, as yes. far as... Yes, yeah, 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 you all four have those yeah. marks. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Five. 
Yes, Dreg, Dreg included. Dreg's, Dreg's, oh, wait, right. Dreg has a doppelganger? No, huh. but he went ahead and marked himself because he likes to cut himself, apparently. Oh, okay. He wanted to be one of the group. He, he wanted to include. Craig's <laughs> got lots of issues, and a lot more since he met us. We better not jump <laughs> off a bridge. What are we doing? Okay. <laughs> you know, Dreg is so talk about sleep deprived in these episodes. Dreg is going Ooh. on like an extra twenty four plus hours longer than a lot of you have. Oh, I keep yeah. forgetting he does yeah. have a level of exhaustion as is. <laughs> He's yet yeah. to get a good night's rest and get rid of. Poor Dreg. Poor Dreg. Well, I was watching the Fijian World's Toughest Eco Challenge, and I mean, it's very similar to what you have us doing on Heraklion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that true? Oh yeah, you, the there's case? like a yeah, there's like a minimal ninety minute rest that you get. That's it at each <laughs> checkpoint. <laughs> wow, sounds familiar. And yeah, yeah they there's they sold that all sorts of hoops actually. to jump through. Oh, of course. <laughs> So we mentioned, there was a few things mentioned by Terry Russell, like, uh, I think he said, what about Cray Lakina? And we just, I, I don't think we knew what to say at that point. We said, we'll worry about that, or that's taken care of, or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a little bit more to learn there that we we didn't get to. And uh, I think we said, he said, "Have you? we haven't heard from Submersible 6, which right. my assumption there is that's the one that Grimby was on. And had disappeared earlier when we took it over. Uh, that's incorrect, actually. Ah, uh, what? Actually, Submersible Six is uh, did go head to head with the Rising Three, and is a result of the Rising Three's damage. Oh, oh, that makes more sense. Like, because why would they be talking about Submersible Six days later? We came over and commandeered that ship a while ago. Right, right. You think like uh, the Rising Three, I mean, Surma and Danzig were on that. So it was like right. some type right. of advance, you know, scouts, probably the wrong word, but um, it certainly wasn't part of that initial um, invasion, right? Okay, so Submersible Six got downed by the Rising, probably. And if you recall, out in the waters aroundish that area, when Falzern was swimming out of the Kraken rebirthing chamber Ooh. came into the ocean he did go by a shell sub did you drop any hints on that what you just told us just that the rising three had the damage that it was clearly in uh like some type of okay. battle kind of thing other than that not really you didn't tell us it was the rising three pretty sure there's no, no way no i don't know. think he said that no i didn't tell you right now that what falls saw was the rising right. three falls saw a shell submersible. <gasps> Right, because oh, okay, we keep sorry. on talking about marking them. Falzern probably saw six. If Falzern hadn't been invisible, if that was Grimby, wow, how different things would have went. But who knows if that was the Rising Three? It was probably Submersible Six, and it's a good thing he was invisible. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you, Emily. It's Leland. Come on. D- did you mention at one point in time there are six subs? Yeah, I did. Yes. Okay. Uh, that was I part. That I think Dreg might have mentioned that, but the listener certainly knows because that was part of. Some one of the, the the after credit thing, okay, and also the the I think Emily came to that conclusion also with the count of the ca- number of cannons, right? Based off how many were on the rising three, which was six, there in that initial invasion and when the dome first came down, there was thirty six of those cannons. So Emily wow. was able to extrapolate and uh, guesstimate or an estimation of how many. So I guess there's a confirmation for Emily's estimate. 
Good math, Em. Yay, me. So, we learned that the doppelgangers are headed to the mainland. Any theories on why? I've been rolling this around in my head ever since he said that they were going to the mainland. I have no, no idea. Clue. The only thing I can think, and just theoretically right now, is the only place that all four of us have been on the mainland together is Port Randis, right? Uh, Pisces. Pisces. Uh, Pi- I'm sorry, Pisces. Right. Yes. Yeah. It's been so because, long. Because... Uh, <laughs> I get right. them. I get them both confused. Yeah, so because before before that was all was either Gozer or Bren. So, yeah. so the only place that she, any whoever I guess Erica, uh, who might be you know in cahoots with uh, Isabella at that point in time, but I I don't think so. The only place that she would be able to send all of us back to do anything would be to go see potentially Campbell, because that's the only. Link. But why? I don't know. I mean, I don't even know why she's got doppelgangers of us at all. I'm just trying to surmise what's the only thing that she would be able to do with us. I mean, if we go anywhere else, what what's what would you be doing with us? But do you think that she sent them to operate as a unit on the mainland? Or are they going to get to the mainland and split up and go off and do their own thing? That would make more sense to yeah. me. Yeah. That's the so only thing I could find that Something made pertaining sense, yeah. to the individual in which they are copying. Right. I thought that maybe, if anything, Shaft and Falzerin would be sent to Blake Lakely or sent somewhere that they've been together, right? And, um, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But again, also remember, we brought up this last after party. You have to think of what potential information Erica could have. And yeah, we've, I think, uh, whoever it was that mentioned the book that Falzerin now possesses actually i guess technically shakara has in her possession yeah she does that a lot yeah. potentially could be in there that erica did discover about the four of you while you were in the city of heracleon so there's mm-hmm. that too i mean there's obviously going to be limits to what kind of influence that erica could even or intel erica could even give them to have an influence on the mainland so it's not like they can just run off to fucking anywhere and be like you know, and hope to have a significant impact against you. Yeah. Mia is extremely scared that her family is going to be involved. That's the first thing I thought of is like, send me back to barracks and like, or barrack and tell my parents some lie, tell my friends something, get their money. Like, I don't know, destroy the temple, like something stupid, right? Like, oh, mm. please don't, please. Well, everybody knows the Brightwoods. I know, Real life I know. Email scam. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Is it multiple? Uh... Here's the thing. I would hope if my parents saw me, they'd be like, "Prove it. Take your amulet off." And then, like, the person's not the doppelganger's not gonna, you know, doppelganger into my Asimar shape. Yeah, show us the cut on your bicep. Well, they don't know about that, but okay. Would your parents do that, though? I mean, if my kid had taken off and was gone for a year and a half, two years, yeah. and then finally came home, yeah, you're I not going to be like, prove that Not right away, but if there was some, like, if they're not pulling off a good version of me. Depends on how long they're there, though, right. also, and what their goal is. I think the real thing that uh, would be a red flag for Mia's parents is that a doppelganger Mia would show up without her hammer. Ooh. Uh, now that snap. thing is certainly one of a kind. True, and my armor as well is different. Yeah, yeah. Might be able to explain it away, though. 
Possibly. Mm-hmm. Very possibly. Okay. Yeah, but I'm I'm I feel like, like we're I feel like we should stop talking about this. Yeah, well I don't have sending <laughs> yeah. spells to spare to like. He's already send. got it all planned out. He exactly. knows exactly how he's gonna screw us over. I would literally send my parents or my friends a message right now if I could, but I don't have the freaking spell slots, man. Hey, if you see me, it's not me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm on exactly. the other side of the world right now. Please disregard any person coming by yeah. with my likeness. <laughs> the secret word is kumquat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then we uh, shift gears there and we go down to, as Leland said, Shakara and Bill. And uh, <laughs> move and into Emily. <laughs> <laughs> and Emily multiple times, and uh, so we, you guys, see five figures and uh, approach. Find out it's Alamar, two rope figure, figures, and what did you call the other guys? Washbucklers. Uh, Washbucklers. So you guys want to walk through your experience there? We were uh, off mic, but we got to listen to it later, and uh, nothing much to tell really. We we did see Elena and I both saw a lot of shocked faces and hands and foreheads and we were like ah somebody's dead. Yeah, we were just that, sitting there. That's it. I literally was doing sit ups. I was pacing. I was like, we were off mic for what? Over an hour. It was. It was at least an, an hour. hour. I did feel bad. I felt pretty bad about that actually after that session. It was pretty brutal. Bill got us off on the right foot by uh, telling Alamar that we're the ones that stole his elixir. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If he didn't. Hey, I, I had to make sure it was him. <laughs> but all he did was say, yeah, I am missing something. Anybody could have confirmed. They would have had a 50-50 shot. They could have been like, no, or yes, if it was a... <laughs> <laughs> didn't he actually say that it was his... Didn't he mention elixir though, or am I imagining? He didn't that? say the word elixir. He said, "Yes, something was missing from my library." I believe is the word he used. Oh, I mean, yeah. it started out well when the first thing he said to you guys was, "I have no use for you anymore." Ooh. And then you cont- continue to talk to him and give him all kinds of information about, you know, the elders are all dead, and the, I mean, you were really well, spilling we're the beans to, to him. Get him on our side because yeah. he is yeah. a powerful wizard. I think. I think the two options were... Was he, though? Hmm. <laughs> I mean, the two of you still survived. I mean, yeah. well, it was a close call. I heard some grumblings about people theorizing that I pulled a little, pulled some punches there <laughs> in oh, our Discord. Oh, there are theories. Let yeah. me tell you, I didn't pull anything, okay? <laughs> Falsy is just... That's what I said. What you roll is what you roll. He's a cockroach. He's a cockroach. He's a cockroach. You step on him and he just squirms away into a corner. Yeah, I mean, our two options were let him carry on with his plan to turn into a lich, which is obviously terrible and is going to make him many times more powerful and ultimately we're going to have to kill him eventually and he's going to be even more difficult. Or get him onto our side and hopefully he can, you know, help us help the situation that's going on with Heraklion and maybe, you know, we're able to convince him that turning into a lich perhaps isn't the best idea. Or fight him. Those are basically our three options. I mean, when Shakara tries to convince people to come on your side, she says things like, uh, uh, you are full of yourself. <laughs> you know, that's that's always a good way to get people to, go, you know what? I like your point of view. <laughs> yeah. Oh, your shine seems to be a little tarnished. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was, that was so... a good God, quote, I love man. that. So rich coming from Shakara. So good. Shakara was... <laughs> 
Shakara was on fire. <laughs> that in was this a scene. good was... bit of RP there. Like by the end, yes. by just the end of the role play section of that, not even the combat. I was so fucked. I was drenched in sweat. <laughs> My throat was killing me because Alamar's voice hurts like a son of a bitch. I'm so glad he's dead. <laughs> Alamar and Shakara yelling at each other is just a lot of breathing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the breathy <laughs> argument. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to point out Shakara's, uh, I forget exactly what she said, but when she was under the effects of that um, power Powered word pain, pain and she so yelled good. at Faldron, oh man, goosebumps. So good. <laughs> that was like ten, 10 out of 10. That was a rad fight. That was a rad fight. You know, if those swashbucklers, though, could have hit worth a fucking damn. Because <laughs> yeah, each of them missed had, a had lot. three attacks. That was six attacks that was hitting, I was hitting 30% of them on Shakara. Yeah. And yeah, they don't do much damage, but they have three attacks. Like if, that if really even helped. twice yeah. as much yeah, of that were landing. Because Alamar dealt a lot of damage on Shakara. So I was down a to lot six of, You know points. what? A, a lot of what Alamar wow. used on Shakara was just to like to try cripple her. But that damn yeah. con save. Con save. Has, holy. The con save saved me. Yeah. So you're down to six health points. Bill went down to zero. That is nuts. Whoa, I didn't know you were that low. That's crazy. Six more hit points and we're both dead unless Shaft and Mia can come and save the day. Yep. Wow. Yep. It was close. That would have been interesting. Yeah. Man. Goodness gracious. Let's not do that. Yeah, let's not fight Alamar again. Thanks. (laughs) Well, I mean. (laughs) Did you you burn him? You got rid of the elixir. You lost a Pegasi. Yeah, the poor it was, Peggy. It was Falzern's noble beast, too. Is Alamar, like, where's his body? What's it doing? Can he, he left it. Uh, it's being turned so into a remnant So he can be a remnant. Okay, great. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Perfect. Cool. I did like I did like using the Pegasus to see what Al- Alamar's, how how evil he was. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So what does Shakara think about uh, Alamar getting the same reaction that she did? Uh, Shakar is going to see it as he got a worse reaction than what <laughs> she did. He actually got the same. He actually it got was kicked not off. the same. The reaction was much worse for him. <laughs> because the dice roll. Uh, ignorance is bliss. <laughs> he, he actually fell off. Because <laughs> yeah, he's an old ancient elf. Shh, shh. Nope, nope. He fell off. <laughs> That's too funny. Man, I don't know what would have happened if he had passed that check. There wouldn't have been any combat if he had not got That's what off I was wondering, Pegasus. yeah. That's, that's right. Honestly, that's he and Drag would be in the city right now. You yep. guys would still be on the outside. Yep. He'd be lichified. Probably. Yep. T- or that's on what his I have. The it. two uh, turning points were Buxim off the Pegasus and uh, breaking the vial. Did you expect me to grab the elixir? I sort of. Is that for me or mm-hmm. Leland? That's for Leland. Bill and Leland. <laughs> you, you go ahead, Leland. I never know what to expect with the four of you, quite honestly. <laughs> That's a cop-out answer. Can only yeah, plan on, for the worst. <laughs> <laughs> and we always surprise you. <laughs> yeah, you find a, an even more, an even worse yeah. sir. Exactly. exactly. Worse Worser. Imbecilic worser. Did you expect me to grab so it? I'm though? not super surprised that you grabbed the elixir. I was surprised when you smashed it on the ground. I liked oh, so when I said, and the vial is made out of, and you yeah. just hear Bill go, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, I knew it was being smashed on the ground. <laughs> yeah, it, I wrote to. down that he said, I have made deals so foul with those even fouler, mm-hmm. and then give it to me. 
and that's when you bring yeah, it all. Yeah, that was another epic, epic quote. Uh, uh, very good, RP. Yeah, that was some really good ad lib. Alamar and Shakara were just, yeah, oh man, goosebumps. I really like Alamar. I mean, I, I like, I loved be playing Alamar when he was shit talking Mia. Oh fuck, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> way, way like I guess about three ish days ago since you arrived in Heracleon. Man, that was fun. But like six months ago in real time. <laughs> all right, all right, and Zellweg. <laughs> the truest Heracleonian of us all. Viva, viva la revenant Alamar. <laughs> I know you know what I kind of like the irony of Alamar just being unable to come back as a revenant Just done as yeah. like anything undead yeah there's a sardos floating around right someplace looking for a body oh. but you have to you have to go into a live Can body though right you couldn't no. go into somebody that's already it's a corpse dead. you go into a corpse takes oh, 24 so hours crap. though crap wait wait hold on is he gonna write this down? Because that was a really good idea. You just <laughs> way to go, John. Bill already way said it. Go. I was just, I was just uh, confirming. <laughs> yeah, I think Alamar was a great character. It's, it's a shame that we had to kill him off, but never to hear from. Him. No, it's it not. made, it made. I mean, it, it made for some really, really intense episodes or an episode. Well, like, what is everybody's opinion of Alamar after now he's finally met his end? I think he was just his his judgment was totally clouded with lust for power, right? Like I think his motives weren't inherently bad, but he just couldn't see the fact that yes, he could become like ungodly powerful, but he wouldn't have been Alamar anymore. Like he, yeah, the he could power have just, comes with a price. Yeah, he could have just torn this. Like who, who knows what his motives would have been, and 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 what his goals would have been when he become a lich. Like all of his humanly, or I guess he's an elf. Um, all of his goals and desires, desires, and that what would t- that sort of thing would totally change when he becomes well, a lich. It's the arrogance of people believing that they're powerful enough to control it and not right. be able to be evil, right? Yeah, that's that's probably it. Yeah. So are you saying Alamar was just misunderstood? Exactly. Yet another. <laughs> As always. A sparring citizen that's just misunderstood. Uh, Maybe he wrote more stuff in his spell book that'll clear it all up for you. Right. You do still have his journal to d- dive into. I mean, we, I mean, we yeah. know, you all know, like, who the most foul person even fowler is right like there was hints of mm-hmm. that in his journal that you've already read uh, what? His, his association um, with isabella and her her aiding him in procuring ingredients for the elixir mm-hmm. and all of this oh wait john you actually picked up on that because i oh I, yeah okay well hmm. so why does that yeah we, we've known they were they had stuff going on yeah right? why does that make her why does that make her more foul though yeah He's done terrible things and made deals with someone even more terrible than what he's had to do. And you know you know some of what he's doing. He, he courted some of these powerful wizards to the island, maybe back to the island after maybe they came there originally to study in some of their youth, perhaps. And he experimented on them. He turned them into zombies trying to perfect perfect his elixir. Like you saw yeah, them in true. his secret library. Like clearly he's done some terrible shit. He's not misunderstood. He's he's evil through and through. Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> Just got to spell it out for Bill. Well, 
He's dead. We can wash our hands of him now. For <laughs> now. I did like when he tried to use his staff and summon oh, the yes. guardians. Oh, yes. That was so good. <laughs> and they just fell apart. That yeah, felt that gets, good. Uh, into 102 because 101 ends with roll initiative. Yes. Right. Classic ending. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Not the first time we've done that. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I think the one of my favorite parts at the beginning of 102, when you know everything's just about ready to go down, mm-hmm. Shakara says, we should de-escalate this. Yeah. Well, she couldn't remember what the word de-escalate was. <laughs> also reminded her, but... Eventually, you know, right after Leland everything, was supposed to cut that you, out. <laughs> you break the bottle, you call the guy basically a shithead and a power-hungry bastard, <laughs> and then it. you go, hmm, maybe we should de-escalate yeah. this a bit. Why are you mad, bro? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, whoops. We, ha- we, had, um, we had perhaps some questions that we could bring up now that, that sure. kind of fit Shit. into stuff we've talked about um, to deal with the Pegasus and their reactions. Britt asked, um, what are our thoughts about why the Pegasus was hesitant to allow Shakara to mount it? That's that's a bit of a callback to, um, but we've talked about this a little bit, about how Alamar's getting on the Pegasus and being thrown onto the ground. Just bucked right off. Do she asked, Britt asked, do we think it was because of Dendar? Is it because of Shakara's alignment? Shakara's alignment is good. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. So is Alamar's. Well, that's good. No, yes. I, I'd say it is good. Like, you just are lost. A bit tainted Yeah, at the moment. Well, at one point, when I think the first time I got onto a Pegasus, Leland asked me what my alignment was, and I said chaotic good, and he said sure. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think I that did. might be the most Excuse telling. Excuse me. There was a very dramatic pause. <laughs> before that, yeah. Uh, before that, sure. sure. <laughs> <laughs> so my suspicion is that Leland is making some rulings on his own about what our alignments are based on how our characters have evolved. Oh. I, I wouldn't mm. say that they're unfair rulings either. No, though. no, I'm not calling any You've judgment on... You've got a Isabella scabulet on your chest, you know? If that is what, in fact, has happened and that's what we're seeing played out with how these pegasi react to us i don't think he's unjust to have done that but that's my theory i mean thoughts lucky mia has a plus nine to animal handling but do you think that mia would even have to do a check sure yeah i I mean i I believe the pegasus has uh what it 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 goes for lawful characters i or it is yeah, they prefer prefers lawful character. They prefer like good and lawful good. Well, I'm uh, not lawful good. Hmm. Oh, There's so some flexibility it... there, but yes, generally, right. They're drawn to good people, good aligned people. Yes. So, like unicorns. Bill's scabulet is from Isabella Good. <laughs> Does that count? <laughs> Unfortunately, no. that's spelled with an e, so it's not quite uh, the same. That is true. Wrong kind of good. The E stands for evil. It's very subtle, but it is a distinction. <laughs> I honestly think that evil. that whole bond you have with her taints you a bit, whether you like it or not. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 Falls are in seen better days. She's rubbed her funk on you. Yeah. He's you got been beaten. Funk all over your chest. Walked all over. Funked up. 
<laughs> so, so let me move this along and we uh i wrote down you s- up. <laughs> some little things here at the battle i just put little the bullet points uh falls are mouse of pegasus goes up 90 feet cast blink which is his battle cry that's right yeah that's the battle cry of falls right <laughs> Uh, Matt, then the know, next thing. Sorry to interrupt you. I wish that was something no, no. we had actually p- played properly in the comment. It just had Falzern's unconscious body potentially blinking. Oh man, that, I wish uh, we had that. Yeah, that could have yeah. been the death of Falzern. Could have, yeah, very possibly yeah. could have killed you. Right now, when that spell ended, wouldn't he come back? Yeah, after anyway. a minute, yeah, he would have come back. But his saving but throws. But I would have had to make a death save. If I he mean, had stabilized, it, he would have come back after a minute. Or he comes back every round, right, and then potentially goes. So, like, he could have potentially stuck around for a little bit, but. That would look awesome. And falling about 15, 20 feet, blinking out. And then falling about 15, 20 feet, blinking out. <laughs> well, how long does it take to fall 90 feet? It might be just six seconds. It is, I don't know. No, yeah, th- that's funny that you say that because there's, like, loose additional rulings in Xanathar's Guide about, like, falling and stuff. And it's. Yeah. It's treated as, like, it just happens. You know, like, there's no, like, yeah. unless you're falling crazy distances, there's no time you can do anything while you're in the air. Other than, like, a reaction, maybe, like, a feather fall, right? Feather Something fall. that would happen yeah. at the snap of a finger. But that is a cool image. <laughs> yeah. Falzerin's first death save was a fail. Yeah. So on his next turn, if he had have blinked out, couldn't have been stabilized. Could have rolled another, like, that could have killed me. Blink could have killed me. Yep. I mean, you were conscious when you were falling. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. If you would have had feather fall or something. Oh, yeah, for sure. Used. But, like, if we had have played Blink appropriately, he I could have potentially. He would have and been knocked out. I could have blinked every round and been unable to be rescued. Now, is Blink a concentration spell? No, it's not. That's okay. the trouble. It just, you cast it and it keeps happening. We played it the way yeah. we did because it feels, you know, it's like almost any other spell that anyone ever casts that is ongoing. You just assume it's concentration. I completely forgot he had the blank. I don't I don't think this spell text has any any text in it that says, you know, if the caster is unconscious, it ends or anything. I don't think so. No. Oh, can no. you imagine no, if Falzerin died? Oh, man. After all of that we've been through. Blank. Blink could have prevented him from being stabilized if by someone. If Falzern had uh, died, Alamar yeah. would have been able to kill Shakara. For sure. And then oh, yeah. they're both dead. Can you imagine? What would Shaft and I do? Like, would Shaft and I be, like, shaken enough to be like, we're gone and, like, get <laughs> Let's get the fuck out of here. Well, Sha- oh. Shaft and Mia would, yeah. like, come up and Alamar would be bent over Shakara's dead body with his cane and, like, shaking a fist in triumph over her. <laughs> I can't imagine. We would take our Pegasuses oh, and I'm I would rear the Pegasus back and go, sucks for them, and <laughs> yeah. onto the mainland. Shaft would be gone in two seconds. I was okay if Falzern had have died in that fight because yeah? it's like his arch nemesis and it's so. an epic battle against this wizard who's always been like, a, like Falzern, he respects the power that Alamar has gained in his wizarding ability. He doesn't respect Alamar as a person, but he respects the wizard that Alamar is. So, like, dying against that sort of foe is acceptable, I think. Okay. But for Alamar to have killed both Falzern and Shakara, oh my goodness, so then that Shaft would have gets been on a Pegasus, awful. Shaft pieces out, 
Mia's like, I think Mia would follow Dreg and maybe try to do some good. But holy What would crap. Dreg have done? If Alamar killed Folzer and Ishikara, what Dude. would Dreg have done? Well, Dreg was already full. T- I mean, Dreg murdered the sw- the one swashbuckler. Dreg was already, yeah. We have to, I'm with the two of you. I have to, we have to take him down. Maybe Dreg yeah. and I would try to take would him down. Would he have continued fighting or would he have run for his life? I think he would have continued fighting. Dreg is incredibly powerful in his own right. Yeah. Yeah, I would put Alamar on a higher power level than Dreg, mainly due to some of the the differences in their spell lists, uh, potentially. But there was, again, I think Dean had mentioned something, maybe it was Dean in the Discord, about uh, how how easy it seemed Alamar went down and how was he really that powerful. Um, And I had responded like, the casters are squishy. Man, casters are squishy. Yeah. Yeah, a a lich has a challenge rating of 21, which means a party of uh, four level 21 characters, which you can't get to, right? It would be like a medium combat or whatever. I think that's how the, the challenge ratings work, right? But a lich only has 136 hit points. Yeah, that's So crazy. their power comes from not necessarily the direct confrontation. Whereas obviously like... Imagine if you had fought Alamar, uh, not here, but in his library, possibly, mm-hmm. where you're on his own turf in, you know, what may or may not be his lair, which would give him a different additional abilities and that kind of stuff. Like, if you go and fight a lich. With all the elders. Ex- yeah, exactly. All the other elders. Like, so that that's where a lot of his power lied, not in the physicality of uh, his abilities, um, and obviously he can certainly dish out a lot of damage. But uh, imagine if he was able to, ra- if he had, he's a necromancer, if he had some raised ghoulies to help too, right? I mean, yeah. if uh, if a swashbuckler had went down earlier than they did, Alamar for sure would have raised one or two of them, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? And uh, I think I mentioned uh, Brett saying about the fudge roll on the, on the falling damage. I didn't fudge that. At 90 feet, it's a D6 per 10 feet. So I rolled 9D6, which is only a maximum of 54 damage. So I rolled pretty high, uh, if you take that yeah. in consideration. I, yeah. I rolled well above average <laughs> on that fall damage that Fallsy took. Well, it 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 did it did what it needed to do. It, right. it KO'd him. Yeah, it How many it hit points off. did you have before you Yeah, what you are fell? your hit points? I think I had 49 hit points before... You took the spell damage? No, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I had forty nine hit points, uh, like max. That's that's Falsy's max hit points. Uh, Holy crap! Oh, wow. That's low. Yeah. Why is Isabella it so is low? Draining you. Uh, oh, Izzy well, would Izzy, be uh, yeah. the one who you can thank for that. <laughs> I know Mia has seventy five, so I'm like, holy crap. It also would have been a lot different if you chose a different Pegasus to fly on, because uh, that's true. That circle of death, I think, that went to the Pegasus yeah. is eight d six necrotic. Right. That wouldn't, that wouldn't, that couldn't KO a Pegasus at full health. Right. right in one right. shot. Yeah. Unfortunately, you, yeah, yours had taken a lightning bolt. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure yours was the one that failed on that check, too. <laughs> well, there's a really good tw- Twitter thread out there of the expressions we saw on, on Bill's and Emily's faces. Uh, John and I were just sort of sitting there silently on Zoom, like looking at some of the head shakes and the fist palm in the face and like oh my gosh like we were like what is going on yeah but then it was 
Fun to watch. Sparky came and saved the day. Oh, Sparky. Yes, he did. Sparky. A gift from Dendar. Yes. That's how he showed up so yes. quickly. If anyone asks, yes. that's how he showed up. <laughs> Dendar's still trying to uh, woo me to her side and make me think that oh, Dendar's a chick? She, Dendar's a serpent mother. mother. Oh, I don't know. I never... I always thought I was a guy. Cool. Still trying to make me think that uh, this is all good. It's all on the up and up. It's, it's, it's good all, that it's she's, all good. she's helping yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she sent me Sparky to save Falzerin. <laughs> and Falzerin is thankful. <laughs> yeah, it was a good thing, honestly. Well, I mean, like, Alamar and the Swashwalkers did what they were supposed to do. They tied Shakara up, right? I mean, you yes. Shakara didn't move that entire fight. No. Before we move on from the fall damage, though, I think uh, the wonderful Bill Ben, statistician, master had a comment he put on <laughs> on twitter about uh how you know he obviously enjoyed the show because our show is great um <laughs> like he said Woo-hoo. he said he yelled a suck it alomar real loud when alomar went down yes uh, but he was wondering about the falling damage that falls did take and how like healing works in 5e i guess in general and as far as like he fell 90 feet like does he have any broken bones is the heat does the cure wounds heal those broken bones is that why he's just able to get up and be fine and uh yeah there's no there's no rules for that stuff i mean there's there's some material as far as like uh what do they call them severe wounds or something there's like a severe wound table that you can play with as a variant where mm-hmm. when your character goes unconscious you roll on that table and suffer one of the critical wounds that could you could lose an eye you could lose like a hand you could um, I think there, I think broken rib is one of them. So you could potentially extrapolate some rulings you want to put into your game, but that's something that I think just gets hand waved, right? You get some magic, you're yeah. good to go. You knit your, your wounds are knit. It's um, magic. that kind of thing. It all stem. I think honestly, it stems also from the question that you could backtrack to and saying, what exactly do your hit points represent? Which is right. of course a whole nother fucking debate that we could talk for another yeah. two hours about that kind of thing. Um, all right, other let's go. than. I will say there is one exception, though, like severed limbs. To reattach or regrow a severed limb, you need a, a regenerate spell, which is a seventh level spell. So there is a there's like to deal with a tiny fraction of potential critical wound you could suffer. But as far as like Falsy, like coming up with like a broken leg or something, um, I don't know. I, I've seen um, I was looking on Reddit actually after Ben posed that question. And I saw some threads about people saying, like, you know, if if you move up to, like, a lesser restoration, could deal with, like, a certain kind of level of critical injury and then, like, a greater restoration or or the spell heal, which, if the party had, actually would come in handy for poor Grimby Chum right now. That kind of stuff. I, I do like. I do like the idea of scars and things, right, from battle and, and wounds and things like that. Uh, but, you know... I also like the idea of weight allowance and those kind of things, which can just get in the way of role play, I think, is the is the problem. Well, this is something I was thinking about uh, earlier this week, actually. I was thinking about how different our play is because we're a podcast versus uh, versus just us playing at a table or even just mm-hmm. playing recreationally online because there are a lot of things that, I agree with you, John, are part of like almost like the simulation that is cool and interesting to keep track of because a lot of it 
can potentially immerse you further into the world and into your character. Um, I'm right. sure there are plenty of role players that I know will disagree as far as like weight tolerances and all that and keep track of food right, right. and all that shit goes. Yeah. But like a lot of that stuff you would probably do at your table. Maybe not all of it, but you would probably most likely do those in person recreationally. But we're not going to do that for a podcast mainly because it would just slow and drag it down because we right. have to keep in mind some type of pacing, ideally anyways, uh, while still trying to be reflective of uh, an at-the-table experience. Um, so right. there are – while we try to keep the differences to a minimum, there is definitely are, are an inevitable amount of them that we just can't get around. I mean, things like Shaft having a longbow. It doesn't make a lot of <laughs> right. sense, right? Right, you're dragging. But we sort of hand wave tall. that. <laughs> That's right. Longbow's like five right. feet tall or whatever. We just don't question how much is in Falzern's bag of holding at this point anymore, like with the weight limit, right? Stuff like that. But I think it's there to drive, like you said, Leland, at a table, not on a podcast, but, you know, you're out of food. That suddenly motivates you. If you're at a dungeon, you, you're you halfway through your food and you're way down inside this place. What am I going to do? Or, you know, it gives you different motivations for a thematic effect of, of what drives you. Hey, I found this chest full of gold, but how are we going to get it anymore? Have we eaten since the elder's ball? No. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but but you where do you stop yeah, where do you poop right. exactly right but here, so here's a perfect example of that where do you the poop? very so before <laughs> i get to that example not playing with some yes i want to do exposit a little more because i haven't been you doing that enough deposit <laughs> i want to i don't know where to deposit we don't play with that rule i don't know what to do <laughs> but i need to make not, a deposit not playing with there a is a, there is a there are restrooms in the bar, though. We've established ah, true. that. True. They do oh, exist in Aspara. There's People one do restroom. poop in Aspara. <laughs> <laughs> but by not utilizing a lot of those rules, there are a lot of mechanics that get disregarded in that mm-hmm. you lose the benefits of some of those mechanics that are built into some of the balance of the game as far as classes and or races and even some feats. I mean, very classic garbage D&D 5e feat that you look around the internet, anybody that does any amount of 5e commentary would agree is pretty well useless is the Dungeon Delver feat. A feat that specifically is great when you're in a dungeon, but if you're not in it, it doesn't do you anything. <laughs> it does nothing for yeah. you. It's just garbage. What 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 is the Dungeon Delver feat? Dungeon do? Delver gives you like... Good stuff when you're in a dungeon. I don't know, Bill. Nobody knows what it actually does because it's garbage because nobody <laughs> plays it. We'll, we'll look it up. <laughs> sure. Okay. When do you interns, if you look it up while I continue finishing my thought and continue interrupting your you. exposition. <laughs> but, but the example, here's the example. I didn't forget the example. The perfect example of that is managing uh, action economy as far as weapons in hand and or ability to spell cast with weapons in hand. We allow Mia to cast any amount of her spells wielding her hammer and shield. Does Mia use a shield? I don't even know. Yeah, I have a shield. Yeah, we we, we don't, you don't have to warcast your feet. Technically, you should not be allowed to cast a spell. You should be stowing your hammer every time you cast a spell, which you can do as part of- It's my Which you can uh, do as part of a move action. Your focus? Focus, yes. 
it just doesn't make sense to cast a spell like let me put my focus in my back pocket no no no, that's not what i'm saying i'm saying you need to have at least one free hand then if your hammer is your focus you should be putting your shield away and not benefiting from the ac bonus to it so this is all the minutia that you could play and a lot of people may like to play that get glossed over. If it's the same thing with Shaft, when he switches from his dual weapons to his bow, he, I let him do that in a single turn, which technically would take him mm-hmm. two. Because you can stow right. and sheathe and or draw a weapon as part of your move action. But if you want to do another one, a second one, it takes your full action to interact with an object. So it's all in in in, in trying to make play flow and still be fun <laughs> like <clears throat> you yeah. know what i mean dungeon delver they're alert to hidden traps and secret doors uh they have advantage on wisdom perception and investigation checks they have advantage on saving throws made to avoid and resist traps they have resistance to damage dealt by traps and traveling at a fast pace doesn't impose the normal minus five penalty on your passive wisdom right all great stuff in theory but garbage blah, blah, blah. fucking hot fire in right. practice <laughs> well now that you're mentioning all these things we do like wrong or different like i wouldn't have known any better you're the only dm i've ever played and, no- with. and nobody cares who cares do right? what you want right. guys do what you want I, th- I think it only comes into play when i think well, i'm picturing the, the real life the, the thing in my mind right. that's happening right and then somebody says something and i always sort of giggle like oh that you couldn't possibly do that right but you just let it you hand wave it and move on because that's what that's what we do. That's I've never played with weight allowance over the 35 years I've been playing uh, just because, you know, it's sort of a pay. But we play on our other D&D, uh, our home team, and we have somebody on that that pulls out like 18 different freaking weapons, right? I'm going to use my axe or my two-handed sword or my tooth. And in my head, I'm going like, this is just ridiculous that you would have all these things. Um, but yeah, you just you just roll Some of it. it you can't picture. Sure, but the thing is, there are mechanics to allow you to build your character to do that. There is a feat that would allow your character to do that. This is what I mean when some of the things that may balance, may keep the game more balanced uh, in kind of admittedly an unbalanced game that relies on dice rolls anyways, a lot of those built-in mechanics just get neglected and disregarded and then never used because this is just the way people play. Because not everybody likes to keep track of all the minutia. Right. That being said, if somebody got a sword across the face and they had a big scar, it's cool to... That would be cool. Remember your character has a scar, right? Yeah, I think, I think you know, play however you want to play. If you, if you want to play very, very realistic and follow all of the rules to keep the game as balanced as possible, I think like you're, like you're saying, there are rules in place to make it a bit more realistic and a bit more balanced. It's just a matter of whether you want to hand wave that stuff or follow it to the letter. Except for fine familiar. That does take an hour to cast. Oh, <laughs> an hour and ten minutes when you do it as a ritual. There you go. <laughs> That's right. Watch yeah. the well, dungeon dudes. But I yet mean, another reason why Falzer and technically could have died. Sparky <laughs> was just a gift from Dendar. There, there was no go. need, yes. right? Yes. Right. Oh, John, I'm sorry I interrupted you mid-list. I hope you marked where you were in your list going down your comments no, about I, the battle. I, I, <laughs> I got it. Yeah, so we yeah, I've got the uh, we were at Fine Familiar. Uh 
I just wrote down, I'll just, I'll just read the things that I have written down, and, and if you guys want to jump in. I got, uh, Drag tries to stabilize Falzern and fails. Falzern has a death save that fails. Alamar attacks with a ray of enfeeblement, causing Shakara to have half damage. Uh, let's see. We, these cast the, the Sparky cast the spell, uh, gaining 14 hit points to Falzern, and then Drag fireballs Alamar. All these things happening in quick succession. Right. Boom, boom, boom. Well, I want to point out, I did skip two times that I could have attacked in order to save Falzerin. Yeah, you did, and it did yeah. not go unnoticed. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Yep. <laughs> two of you are thick as thieves. You no saved Falzerin's life. But uh, then we get to the, the part I think everybody enjoyed the most was when the shield guardians appeared and then fell as pieces down onto the ground. Oh, yes. yes. I thought, what a waste of time we we had killing those shield guardians <laughs> so many episodes ago when there was no reason. We could have just left him alone and walked away. So uh, glad we didn't. Oh, yeah. So oh, man. Shaft if you had. Would not have done that it. That would have changed yeah. everything. They would have been dead 100%. Those things got so much influence. Yeah. There's no way the two, three of us could have taken those things out before we were dead. If we never would have ended up on that cliffside thinking that's where the ritual was, then that would have never happened. Like, all these things, it just kind of yeah. lined up perfectly. Well, yeah, I just remember Mia saying, let's just push him over yeah. the edge. And I'm like, fine, do it. You're welcome, Shakar. You're welcome, it Falzern. paid off. No, I, I suppose yeah. Shakar and Falzern's lives are owed to Geneva. To Mia. Well, putting this out there, <laughs> which is interesting. Yeah, you look at it that way, right? Huh. Huh. So, uh, Alamar, Ray of Sickness. Uh, then we cut uh, after Alamar. Well, I don't have any more down there, but uh, who did the killing blow to Alamar? Falsy. That was Falsy. Oh, there you go, Bill Ben. We're helping you out. Yeah. And, and what was that? Uh, so uh, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't gravity sinkhole. Yeah, yeah it was catapult. Catapult. I catapulted the the crystal fuel cell from the rising three. He's standing on a pile of rubble uh. and he reaches into his bag. Yeah, why did you use that? What made you think to use that? You the know, drama. I don't know. It just <laughs> seemed like the right thing to do. <laughs> it was cool. Well, it did deal the additional damage needed to kill him. It was just intuition, I guess. <gasps> Spellcaster intuition is what they call it. What happened? Was there Discord messaging? No, no. I just thought, you know what? Let's. I wonder what would happen if I sling this thing at him. I liked it. No, mm. I liked it. It was good. I liked it too. That's cool. So the the second big kill in what a matter of three episodes, right? We had Erica. Well, then Sardo and Chucky. Well, yeah. Chucky sort of he. It was uneventful. Count really, Sardo and Chucky as one kill. They're counted together. They have a kill each. Yeah, that's right. And uh, and and there goes uh, Alomar. Right. These are big characters that have been taken down over the past, you know, twenty four hours. Until they come that's back right. to life. Well, since the last sleep, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are all are starting to clean up here, cleaning house. Yeah, that this was some serious like. Serious plot progression here that happened in these three episodes. Big yeah. stuff. So then we cut back to Mia and Shaft, who are on their way back to find you guys. And this is where uh, 
this is where I was going to say, I misunderstood something about where Erica's body was. In my mind, we killed them down on the road, but apparently we killed them up in the mountains. And I don't know why my, I was believing we were down on the road. Oh, That's why I kept on going, I got to get down there and hide her body because these guys are going to be walking down the road and they're going to see Erica's body down there dead and they're going to know that that wasn't her. And uh, so that was a mistake on my part. But listening back, I realized, uh, okay, that wasn't right. But we did, uh, we did get there, and uh, we were up on the mountainside looking down. And uh, Mia and and Mashaf see uh, falls her and fly up into the air and use the battle cry, uh, typical battle oh, cry, yeah. and blink out, head over and find out everything that's went down. Of course, and. After uh, we have a big discussion on, we found out that Grimby was still alive, uh, per you guys discussing that with Alamar. So we know we have to go save. Uh, and the swashbuckler, swashbuckler told us where he was. Yeah, and I I think you scared the hell out of him, right? I scared yep. the hell out of the uh, wizards that were there, the young wizards, little boys, the children. Yeah, so. What happened with Teens. them? Where did they go? I think we sort of. Yeah, dis- she's like fifteen. They're like her age. <laughs> did, did we talk about them anymore, or did they just the, the swashbuckler and the two of them like hid in the mountains? They found somewhere. To, they found somewhere to hide. Ah, okay. So that pretty much takes us to one hundred and three, because that was quite a bit of battle for one hundred and two. Was basically the Alamar uh, battle. Mm-hmm. I did like Leland was like okay. Dreg's driving on the Pegasus that he and Falzarin were on because that's probably safest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Well, we wanted to have you and Mia on there to oh, sort yeah. of balance out uh, that situation, too. Yeah. 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 So we uh, make our way to the Rising 3, uh, find our way down into the, the hold where we see old slobby chum down there who has a feeble mind cast upon him, which I think you said takes his intelligence to one, charisma to one. He can't, and I was listening to it, he can't understand language or respond, and he can only make these saves uh, to Once a month. get out of feeble mind every 30 days. Yes. Or a greater restoration healer wish. Right, and keep in mind when he makes that... Intelligence save is intelligence is one. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Oh, it's incredibly geez. hard to save out of. <laughs> what is that? A negative? What was a, a one? A negative five? Uh you. What is the rule? Minus ten. Minus ten divided by two. <laughs> yeah. I want to yeah. say that my sending yeah. spells wow. need to. You need to have an intelligence higher than one, or something like that. Um, did I say he? Did I say the, they can't understand, or they can but can't? talk back i listened back to it a couple times to make sure it says can't can't understand language language or respond but they recognize their friends yes yes and And they will follow us and yeah he can fight for us if we push him in the proper direction Yeah, if you you give him his axe back so i'd like to since it doesn't matter now i want to know behind the curtain what happened with alomar and grimby on the boat and how did he get in the state he was in well uh as the swashbuckler said, Grimby had, at the attack, had grabbed whoever was closest to get on, and he took off, um, mm-hmm. saved a few. And I guess they were out there for a, a day or two, 
Um, of course, Alomar was locating object and found the elixir, and that's how he yeah. happened to be at the right place at the right time. Of course. Got Damn on. Magic. Exactly. Dang it. Uh, there was a bit of a, I guess you could call it, for lack of a better term, it was a mutiny. And oh, no. Chum wouldn't give Alomar what he wanted. So Alomar snapped his fingers and people minded him. Chum's a good man. So. One of the things I was thinking about doing at the time was taking the elixir, dumping it in a different bottle, filling it with something else, and putting it in. Because I thought about that a little bit, uh, would he be able to go find it? Would he have been doing a find object on the bottle or on the on the contents, contain, the contents inside of the bottle? That is a very Hot good dog. question. I would say that a liquid is not considered an object. So the object okay. would be the container. Dang it, Shaft! That had the liquid. I thought about, I thought about putting poison in it. If we oh, had. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I couldn't. It was a green black liquid, right? It was a, yeah. it was a specific look to it. And I figured if he saw that through the glass bottle, he would go. This yeah, is not it would be difficult to replicate. But you could have. It could have certainly been a really good bait and switch, though, as far as magical tracking. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, we'll keep that in mind next time we steal an elixir from a powerful wizard. Okay. I, I can't remember. Yeah, at the time, I was trying to keep it all. I didn't want Grimby to know we were doing it, yeah. right? That's right. And I think Shakara right? said, hey, we're hiding this in here. And, and I just didn't want somebody to come on the boat and, and just interrogate the hell out of Grimby and find out the information. But Yeah, right. it happened you know, anyway. Hey. So, question about Grimby's state. Because... Technically, the all-elusive sending spell says it enables creatures with intelligence scores of at least one to understand the meaning of your message. So He has a score of at least one. So we yeah. could understand each other, but he couldn't respond. But Feeble Mind says he can't respond regardless of what your spell says. Also, Feeble Mind is an eighth level spell. If anything's going to override your sending, it would be that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, but like... I guess I'm ho- I'm just hoping Grimby understands we plan to heal him. We're not just leaving him, but he also might not understand much right now. So well, he's not combative or anything. He came along with us. I think oh, yeah. he, you know, thinks he the likes best us. Of us. He's a simple man. He's a, <laughs> he is he's a simple man. That was such a good line. Teach you up. So I wrote down here, the infinity divines are dying. We went into the city. I wrote down there was a whole lot of talking about stuff. Then I wrote down, Mia heals, which I thought was uh, something that doesn't happen very often. You convinced me to use a very high-level spell slot before a long rest. Congrats. I don't, I don't think we convinced you. I think the thing that happened was, I think I said something to the effect of, what's everybody look yeah. like? Yeah, yeah. Right? Because when you when you look around, you go, oh, he's bleeding right. and, and hunched over and can't hardly breathe and walk. Yeah, Falsworth looks like he fell 90 to... foot. <laughs> yeah, it looks like he fell 90 it foot. Falsworth's two-dimensional. And I, we had just um, previously leveled up, and so I did have mass healing word. And although I did mention it earlier, I wasn't being, you know. I have never played a cleric, ever. But the clerics that I've played with in parties, tip, typically, you know, the clerics in 5e are, are battle ready, right? I mean, the, you 
you always have to make that choice on whether you want to use your weaponry and and your spells for fighting versus healing because the old the old days clerics were healers right they were there to to make sure the rest Heal of the bots. party they were support mm-hmm. yeah and that's a hard thing to do but uh i always think ask how's everybody looking or how's everybody feeling and that's when you sort of decide do i want to use my spells for this or that and that's a hard thing to remember i, I like i said i've never played a cleric i've never been one to want to uh to be somebody that had to help out surprise it's a hard <laughs> it's a hard choice and it's funny because i re-recorded some intros and outros and i did it i think before making this choice i don't know when i did it was it after anyway but it was like to heal or not to heal to heal or not right. to heal like it's so like do you use that spell slot well we're about to rest so maybe i should use my spell slots before we rest okay well okay so that's what I but chose to do. But if you're about to long rest, then there's no sense in using your slot. Exactly. I think that was part of where the confusion went in the, in the RP, where it's like, Falzern is like, I don't care how much hit points I have. I got no fucking slots left. I can't do shit all anyways. Yeah. So it doesn't matter exactly. what you give me. And uh, Mia was getting snarky, and Dreg was getting snarky right back. <laughs> that's what yeah. Sakara was saying, too, is like... Yeah, we're really tired. We just need a long rest because okay, we also like, have no spell slots. Role play wise, if you guys are going to give me the excuse we need to go to the knowledge center instead of taking a longer, more strenuous path, let me heal. Like I've offered you healing so that but, you can but make the healing doesn't. It doesn't give fix you slots back. Problem. I get that, but like if we're saying, how does everyone look? You're bloodied. You're tired. You're dragging your feet. Like, does that not help you? Right, but we still don't want to go the long and dangerous path, even if you heal us. I'm just yeah. Right. I'm just saying, like, I mean, role you, play the amount wise, of healing, you're not going to be able to heal us full, even if you do a, a mass healing. You're not going to be able to heal us full, so we still don't want to go back by the kraken just in case. All right, fine. There's another you fight. You don't want my for healing. Us. It's fine. <laughs> as as a nurse, yeah. If you see somebody hobbling without it, <laughs> bleeding and everything, if and you, you go, see well, somebody who's got no spell slots left. <laughs> <laughs> that's the right. whole point Check their he's slots. like no I can't give you spell slots but if you're gonna tell me that you're bloodied and literally dragging on the ground like why wouldn't I heal you if we're about to yeah. go oh, you know, I appreciated the heal yeah, yeah. I did yes. appreciate the heal it makes sense but here's the problem with how that went down and why after the session I was incredibly annoyed with you specifically Elena that's fine um, Be annoyed because you were really whiny for it. the last hour like all of 103 you slash Mia <laughs> was very like a petulant child and it was very frustrating it was just kind of why dreg was getting snippy back with you right this is even where the that sounds imbecilic came flying came from because i was getting frustrated too so then dreg was also frustrated. so it was leaking but so the problem is it totally makes sense as an rp for the cleric to be like wow you guys look garbage let me touch you up but then you get into the thing about the the way it feels like you argue your point and you are of course your argument is valid and I'm not trying to discredit it, but like mechanically, which is what a lot of some of your thought processes as far as what you use with Mia originate from, you know, like the mechanics of uh, okay, well I only got this one fifth level spell slot when it comes to Grimby, et cetera, et cetera. Mechanically, you healing them because they're dragging doesn't do anything either, right? So it's almost it's like where is the argument coming from and what does it matter we got into this tiff <laughs> for nothing? Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying that I offered healing. They refused yeah. it. 
Then we describe um, what we look sh- like. You should listen back to the recording. We didn't refuse it. Also, we thought Nobody we thought refused we were going to get in, a long night's rest, which would have wasted your spell. Falzerin said yes, please. The f- no, you the said yes. <laughs> no, you said yes, please. The second time. No, he said it the first time I talked over That's him. That's just Elena not listening. Okay, to the bill. I, I talked it's, over it's... him. Well, I, 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 it doesn't matter. <laughs> it worked out in my favor because you burnt a high level spell slot and have not got a long rest yet. That's so. fine, but like hypothetically going into a long rest, I'm just I was thinking I should use spell slots, so I should have just healed Grimby straight yeah, yeah. up and had no spell slots. Oh, I gotcha. I was using spell slots because I thought we were getting a long rest. Of course, of yeah. course, yeah. that completely. That's fair. And role play wise, totally they looked like crap, so I did it. So you decided to heal instead of. But I get what you're saying in retrospect, knowing we don't get a long rest. Well, of course, hindsight's always twenty twenty. Obviously, I can I can stand on my high horse and be like, <laughs> "Well, you should have done this, this, and that." <laughs> well, thinking we were going to get a long rest. You should not have healed us, but then when we sure. didn't get the long rest, you should have healed yeah, us. Yeah, well, again, but again, like, you, I get where you're coming from, and I get what Bill's saying. You don't get your spell slots back, but if you're going to describe to me that you look like crud, and we still have a ways to walk, and I'm thinking, I get a rest soon, I might as well use my slots, because I get a rest soon. Totally. So that's where I was coming from. What, yeah, no, that, it's that, not that totally makes sense. What level is mass, it was mass healing word you... I think it was a cast? fourth level, but okay, I don't so have it, it wasn't the fifth open. that you needed for no, the I have greater a fourth restoration. And I have a fifth left. You have one fifth. I think okay, that's I it. Gotcha. Unless it is, it might be a, it might be fifth. I might have used my last. Uh, like we leveled up, I got that fifth level spell slot, and then I think I might have just used it. Let me look. But that's funny. I think that's it was. Funny. It was mass cure wounds, right, or mass heal? Mass heal. Mass. I thought it was cure wounds. I don't know, but I don't remember. If it's mass cure wounds, it's a fifth level. So I use that slot. I use that fifth level. I think slot. you might have, yeah, yeah. Instead of curing, and it was three d eight, three d eight plus five. That sounds about right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. Well, so that's, I, that's I interesting. Used my I mean, slot. D eight is cure wounds. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. That was definitely a, a solid role play choice that Mia made. Then for it sure. was a thought of like, well, I'm about to rest. <laughs> Yeah. Why wouldn't we? I think if I was in your shoes, I would have done the same thing. See, I wouldn't have been because if we were we were about to rest, so I wouldn't have. Yeah, I cast guess. a spell. I would yeah, have said, "Well, everybody will, will get the hit points back." I by totally sleeping. see both sides because I wasn't thinking on your side where, well, eight hours from now, I don't need it anyway. But it's like, well, I've got this spell slot to spend. Is how I is like burning a hole in my pocket. But once again, I think it's a unique situation as being a cleric is you always have to decide where you're going to, are you going to do it on the damage right. side or are you going to do it on the healing side? Where where do you stand with the party? And and that's hard, that's hard to do. It's been hard in general. Like since the Kraken Cave, I haven't used guidance and things like that. Like to take your action to go up and touch someone and help them on a future turn or something. Like it's super hard when I could just chuck my hammer. The other thing, right. too, yeah, that exactly. I think is challenging is, as a cleric, Mia's a beast. Like, she... Yeah, she's she can, not really a cleric. <laughs> she can deal out an absurd amount of damage. So, like, how do you justify healing for exactly. a, a handful of hit points here and there when you can just slaughter the enemies, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I would have cured Grimby, but all right. that's the other thing too definitely would have cured Grimby to heal Grimby before the long rest with that fifth level slot I didn't have the right spell prepared 
Oh, and I that's have, true. Oh, that's I right. And I have that. been I have been being very honest with you about what I have prepared. Well, that's your first mistake. Well, <laughs> although I don't tell him, hey, I have mass cure wounds prepared. That is what I prepared. That's a very good point. I completely. You'd make a terrible that. wizard, Elena. You know what? <laughs> I got some. I got some fifth level spells that are always prepared as a tempest, but it's something like locust storm or something. Like Ew. <laughs> that ain't gonna cure Grimby. <laughs> yeah. Could take him out a little bit, maybe. <laughs> oh, where were we, John? <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah. Sorry, uh, I got so started. we went, we uh, finally went down. Well, that was, we were responding to the bullet point I had that says Mia heals. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now we'll move on to the next bullet point <laughs> and see how long it takes us to get Sorry. through that. I have to defend my decisions. <laughs> no, no, that's fair. I, that's, that's why I do it that way. So uh, we go down uh, through the tunnel, back up the ladder, and head to the knowledge center where we see that. My good friend Jelly is um, surrounded by mechanical men. Not Jelly, Janella. Yeah, Janella. Janella, that's right, Janella. Sorry, Jelly is Janella. And uh, we keep your women straight. Yeah, Chef. Yeah, they're all they're all the same. (laughs) They're all Jelly to me. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So, yeah, we uh, decide to. uh, There's something's going down here, right? There's obviously these. Guards, they have weapons at the end of their arms, right? Big swords or different types of uh, of stuff. To obviously, there are attack bots <laughs> from one of the uh, well, from what's his name, uh, Tenorman, right? Definitely not Cybermen. Definitely not Cybermen. Uh, so Shaft has Janella go back and uh, show him the book from the back room uh, to find out what's going on, and. Uh, Found out that Isabella's decreed martial law to the city, and we have a curfew after dark, essentially. Everybody needs to be inside. Half the city went along with it, and the other half, I guess, didn't. I I can't remember exactly how that was stated, but my assumption is that there were some people taken out. That No, it was uh, more supposed to be like like half of the people were like, okay, yes, this makes sense, but... The other half, like half the city was like, okay, what the hell is going on? Like this, everything that's happening in the last 48 hours is fucking bonkers. Yeah. And then in come the bots to enforce exactly. the rules. That's right? exactly right. Beep, beep, boop, boop. So uh, a few things of note there is that uh, Janella uh, allowed us to go back to her place to be able to get a long rest. The metal <laughs> men had white lights. <laughs> Yeah. T- to get along, okay. yes. Uh-huh. Stop yeah. it. Well, I'll just say that it took us long enough. We could have had a long rest of the amount of time it took us to get to her house and actually go in. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> we did We did see that they were following us. Now, my assumption was they were just making sure. I mean, it was after curfew, right? They were following mm-hmm. us around to make sure we yeah. weren't going to do anything. But we uh, we got a little worried about that. But we finally made it in to uh, Janella's house and we laid Grimby down I think in a number of different places right we were trying <laughs> yeah, to just moving him all over the damn place <laughs> we tried to find a safe I think we was going to go in a closet at some point <laughs> your possible Ken doll I'm gonna she's like I'm gonna take Grimby to bed <laughs> okay uh, that's not so we tried what to... I meant I'm gonna bed Grimby it's exactly what you said yeah we all know that Shakara and Grimby have something there's a thing there. He's a simple well, man. Shakar is wanting a thing. Oh. 
Oh. <laughs> when a dragonborn and a sailor really love and each a other. That's right. <laughs> Dragonborn and a sailor walking. When a shikara and a jum meet to sparse fly. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that old adage. <laughs> Sparks. So uh, we we try to take a long rest. We take our uh, our usual watch. Mm-hmm. You dome up. I like the dome inside the house. It's a home in a, within yep. a home. It's pretty cozy. That's right. <laughs> okay. I never, Double never protection. Mind. <laughs> right. <laughs> Double thickness. Oh and, boy. Uh, <laughs> Grimpy's doming up. Just went from bad to worse. We see that uh, the the metal men are out front. There's eight of them, and what's interesting is they did have a white light on when they were following us, but after a, a period of time, the lights did stop. They stopped blinking, right? Um, you made a point to say that they sort of went. Did they go out? Or did yeah, they yeah, yeah. Stop? It seems after kind of them standing there of this period of inactivity, their lights went off. They're in sleep mode. Okay. Yeah, essentially. And then uh, there was quite a bit of a shake, yeah. earthquake, hold on essentially. One, hold on one second. Let's go back to the moment mm-hmm. where Falzerin uses polymorph because he thinks he can fool Isabella. Disguise self. Yeah, it's yeah, like as she if, knows as where if, he is at every second of the day. Yeah, the scabulet, that, the, the metal men don't know it's him. I'd, He's like, I'd like to on. say it wasn't one of let's quick put wasn't a paper one bag of my, my uh, more bright and shining moments. <laughs> He's like, I would, you know, every time I've used disguise self, I have been embarrassed listening back to the episode. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> the derp scion. <laughs> the first time I used it, <laughs> the derp scion, baby. I used it when Shaft was like on my heels, and I turned into a deep scion derp when there was scion. suspicion that I could be a deep scion. Definitely a derp, uh-huh. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was brilliant. Yeah. And then I use it in this situation where it's like, what? What? You're with a group of people. You've already been identified. Why are you using precious spell slots? Oh, because exactly. you're going to long rest. That's all I... Boom, mic drop. Well, I mean, you could... Boom. Boom, mic drop moment. <laughs> Uh, I just need to get rid of that stupid spell. What a waste. And then you'll need it. Oh, you got that, some new yeah. ones. That spell was gifted to you by Izzy. Yeah. Yeah, it was, Leland. Uh, what a gift. What a waste. What a way to use, she is a what giver. A way to woman, use the gift. That woman is a giver. She Isabella right. is the gift that keeps on giving, I tell you what. Yup. <laughs> So uh, the earth Just starts like shaking an and the the uh, metal men's lights turn red. Just when you think you got rid of it, she pops right back up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they, the lights turned red. They activated and they ran off in all directions. That's right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, there's obviously some some notifications there. Uh, this we find out that this is. Cannon fire because we run back to the uh, back to the knowledge the knowledge center, center and r- yeah run into Janella again head up look through the uh, spy glasses I guess and find that these are the uh, the shell ships right yep and the flashes and blasts blast are coming from the island are coming from the ships uh, smashing into the island and uh, that's where I think we end. Uh right? yeah yeah basically so yeah the the island's getting bombarded by these uh, 
Well, it ends with us trying to decide if we're going to contact Isabella or not. And Mia says, Falzerin, reach out to her. That's right. Yeah, so I don't know. What do y'all think? Do do you think it makes sense for Falzerin to get in touch with uh, Isabella or not? I don't think Shaft likes the idea of you getting in touch with Isabella, but he also knows you've got this uh, little radar device that follows you around everywhere. I mean, it makes sense. It, it makes sense. She obviously is on Heraklion for a reason. She wants to be there. It's now her home, so she's going to want to protect it. Right. But is this just a stepping stone for her? I think maybe I've already brought this up before, but what if this is just like one point in her multi-point plan to like another notch in her belt rule a sparrow or something who knows <sighs> and her one island at a time doesn't really mean anything to her to rule a sparrow so what do you as a party know about isabella not She's sorry you as players i mean you as players hag. what do you as players know about isabella as far as if she has these numerous steps in a plan what have you seen and what kind of steps have you seen from her to date then? Well, well she doesn't keep a very good doctor's office. No. <laughs> no, it's, t- it's terribly untidy. <laughs> no, I mean, most of the herbs were old yeah. and Free, it really wasn't Freely giving in- patient information to the, well, the quality control. Yeah, the is first lacking. handsome halfling that comes around. <laughs> Isabella is part of a group, as Falzerin would say. It's a pyramid scheme. Look, if you recruit three people underneath you, and then they recruit three people each. She's the top of the pyramid scheme? Yeah. Wow. It's an MLM. Um, I was going to say. She is interested in necromancy and flesh golems. She's got something going on with uh, Samuel Coltus. She's got a Coltus connection. She had an Alamer connection. She's got Mm -hmm. a Titterman connection. Shun. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Supposedly, Erica was more powerful and we killed Erica. Supposedly. Can I ask how you came to that conclusion? I thought Where she... Where did that stem Isabella from? said. Isabella told Falzerin. Isabella told Shakara. And Shakara, I guess. That Erica was stronger than yeah. her? I think so. Hmm. I thought she told her. I don't. I don't know. I didn't get when to listen I, we, to all that when we had our little. I'm conversation. pretty sure that she said that. Um, I mean, that doesn't mean she wasn't lying. Yeah. Right. I was gonna say, has she ever said anything that we that turned out to be true? Uh. Well, everything she's ever told you so far. Yeah. Honestly, I I don't think we have <laughs> a lot of evidence to know what like she's just misunderstood what her goal. Is. <laughs> just like Alamar. <laughs> Yeah, no, we don't know what her goal is. No, no, no don't I don't. I don't really think we do have a lot to go on. Really, like we don't know what her f- final plan is. Um, she likes stitching dead. Body if it's parts more dead. than just you know gaining eldership in Heraklion and amassing more more clout and power for herself, maybe that's her end goal. But if it's more than that, I don't know that there have been a lot of hints. I would think it'd be more than that. What's the qualification that. that you require to, like, be someone's patron as a warlock, right? So we know Falzerin has a level of warlock from Isabella. Like, what does that mean of her? Well, Archfey are inherently 
fairly powerful beings. So, like, uh, any powerful being can become a patron? I think I think Fae are actually one of the types of patrons that are listed in in the player's handbook, are they not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When when you um, completely of your own volition made the choice to multi-class into a warlock, <laughs> we, I, we, you took the path of the Archfey because it made the most sense as far as Isabella being our patron as. Uh, be a hag is a fey creature uh, yeah. but as far as like qualifications there's no like you know there isn't a list of there isn't like a power threshold in which you must be to be able to offer patronage or anything like that as far as like rules mechanics go okay yeah i was just curious what that would mean to us if we right. know that yeah yeah her. no i i i think that's a, i mean that's a good question that's a really good question i just like like she would just have to be yeah she's just really powerful like she certainly would would be more powerful than each of you um p- possibly not combined though that certainly doesn't discredit your strength as a group versus like if you were to go on one on one with her alone so i think because we don't know what her goals are it's hard to know what getting in contact with her will do in these circumstances mhm yeah Right. So what uh, if her ultimate goal was to become an elder in Heracleon and take the city or whatever, uh, or start to run the city, how would her association with the paladins of Coltis, or specifically Samuel Coltis, help that? No idea. Well, that goes back to the fact that we have no idea what Coltis is looking for, what he's doing with his powers. Right. I think there was something the effect of, I mean, my theory is those towers are being put up and they're mining to try to find something or it's killing everything around it, right? It's it's taking everything away from the land. So it's trying to, maybe something in Heracleon is what they're looking for and she needs to uh, suss that out. Maybe that's for what they're that trying to matter, find. that matter, why was the Kraken and Erica on Heracleon? Why did they assault the city? Why couldn't they have done the Kraken Kralakina-ing Elsewhere. Yeah, anywhere else. Yeah, you still have yet to uncover those reasonings. Yeah. I mean, think about it. They have these boats that they said, if we can't take the city, then just... Wreck it. Start blowing the hell out of everything, right? So why would you do that? How, to yeah. That whatever it is, they are not falling in the hands of somebody you don't want to have it. It would be good to find out if Erica and Isabella have been recently communicating and planning together or know what each other are up to. You know what I mean? Maybe we should have asked Alamar before we killed him. Probably. <laughs> but also Isabella, in my mind, could be recruiting future wiz Like maybe the cultists, like the, uh, the paladins need more wizards. Maybe they need more magic. Maybe they need recruits. Oh. That's the wizards recruit. of cultists. So, well, like the wizards of fresh cultists, graduate yeah. class, Isabella is going to be like, "This yeah. is a chance to shine and show everyone what Heracleon's about. Go do yeah, this." Yeah. Wow. yeah, I don't know. That's a cool idea. Interesting. Yeah, thanks. Write it's that like down. A whole Write that down. Of better Falzerns. <laughs> so, to John's point about the island, so that would mean that the island is both something that the cultists of Kralakina can use but could also potentially be used against them then sure yeah i mean 
it's the uh, you know the oil fields in the Middle East, right? Mm-hmm. If they were going to be taken out, they blow all the uh, the oil rigs up mm-hmm. if they know that they're going to lose mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. Uh, the resource kind of thing, right? Potentially. Interesting. Blow blow it up. Oh man! Yeah, I I think I uh, part of me thinks that Isabella is interested in more power and more magic. Um, I don't have a lot to go on to support that uh, belief, but I think that might be one thing that she's interested in. Where are all these crystals coming from? Sorry, Bill. I was just going to say the power and magic. This could be where those crystals come from. Heracleon somewhere? Oh, yeah, like a mining maybe. operation. Yeah. And what what crystals are you talking about? The power the of the ships. Power of the ship, the one that uh, uh, that Erica had for the... For the arm. For Harvest. her arms, the for Minotaur, the Minotaur, Antarctic. yeah, sure, sure, sure. I mean, all the black stuff that, yeah, that revitalizes. Maybe that's what they're mining for. And and I have suspicions that the paladins of Cultus are, like you're saying, John. I think they're looking for more magic. I wonder if it is magic that's laying dormant somewhere within the land or something. You know what I mean? They're they're looking around for either new forms of magic or old forgotten forms of magic that are they're trying to uncover with these these towers that are scorching the land. I don't know. So you remember when Alstoff said that his creations aren't powered? They don't talk or anything? Right. I wonder if these fuel cells are fueling them. Oh, maybe. Where do you get the fuel? Yeah. Do you suck the life out of the land and put it into these crystals? And that's fuel. So the towers are sucking. Like, who knows, man? Leland's, Leland knows. Leland's mind Leland. is messed up. <laughs> Good luck. Leland's farming us every after party we oh, have. Oh, yeah. Let's stop. <laughs> Just like the paladins are harvesting the land of Aspara, Leland They're is. They're sucking the life force out so they can put it into these metal beasts. And then the metal beasts can't get the life sucked out of them, but then can still search in the blue light for what they really want. Ah. So, and then that somehow gives them the ability to speak? Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Nailed it's it. Magic, man. You, you don't question it. it. True. There you go. Yes. Magic's endless capabilities. You get a voice and you get a voice. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was a splendid batch of three episodes. Oh, man. Absolutely. So, Emma does ask, what about Keck? Ugh. What about What about Keck? Keck? Fans demand. <laughs> you know, what about her? <laughs> She's being she's dead. She's oh, being plucked like a not. chicken, apparently. Nowadays, everybody according wants to, talk. to according like, to some. Uh, I'm assuming she's hiding somewhere, mute because she can't speak because she doesn't have her loot anymore. Wait, she couldn't speak without yeah. her loot. No. What? That was a gift from Dendar. She can't speak without really? her loot. She was mute, and Dendar came and gave her the loot and she made it mute. so that she, she could mute speak and sing. Her loot. That's why the loot was so precious to her. Wait a second. Was that revealed to us? No. Or no, was that, that was not. Just to you? This is new nope, news. you guys I don't, don't know, know that. that. I thought it helped her sing. I didn't think it helped her, like, talk. Yep. Well, it did help her sing. <laughs> wow. Okay. Talking is a prerequisite mm. to singing. 
So her her lute is smashed now. So mm-hmm. I'm assuming she can oh, no longer poor speak. Keck. Well, maybe Sparky Keck should make a another guest appearance and just be mute the whole time. I was gonna say I'd make it damn hard to have her back on the show, <laughs> wouldn't right? it? Actually, it makes it pretty easy. <laughs> yeah, <super> easy. <laughs> That's true. Emma, we'd love to have the you. The time back. difference doesn't make any difference. <laughs> we'd love so to Dean have you had back. a couple couple of questions and comments. Um, more, I think he basically has four comments. I mean, he's, he's, he's pretty smart, Alecky, if you ask me. Deanie babies. Okay. Comments, comments disguise this question. But he says, what the hell happened in 103? It was utter chaos. Everyone talking over one another. Honestly, it was kind Leland of Leland got lazy with his editing. I, I didn't think it was that bad, actually, when I was going through it. I will say, we listened, we uh, listened to it before you edited it. Like, yeah, the rough bef- cut, right? And the rough cut, I definitely made a comment to Bill, like, wow, Leland makes us sound good. We talked over each other like crazy. <laughs> well, Emily had something similar. She said, yeah, when, <laughs> when we listened to the rough cut. Yeah, I think sometimes after we haven't played in a while and we get back together, we are really bad about the things that we've learned, you know, how to step back and how to not talk over each other. It usually takes one or two episodes or one or two play sessions close together before we get back into the groove. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, when we have long pauses, it it it's real obvious that first play. I think so. That was Dean's question one. He Statement has abbreviated one. very handily for us Q one. On to well, he did say Statement he one. did say it was utter chaos. Everyone talking over another. Honestly, it was kind of funny. So yeah, okay. yeah. I did say now that. Now you may go on. No, no. I, I <laughs> thank you for repeating what I just said. <laughs> You didn't yeah. say. He said it was kind of funny. No, I did. Yeah, he did. That's, okay, I'm wrong. That's, so, <laughs> that's, fuck you all. That's the way our after parties okay. end up, okay? We talk over each other. This is real life. <laughs> Comment one, abbreviated handily, C1. Those vines must be hella heavy if they can crush the dome, but cannot, but cannon fire can't. Just sand. Well, Deanie Baby, as Elena has given you the apt moniker. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was like... Again, because you didn't see it happen, it was never f- described like the method in which the vines could take the dome down, other than what Mia saw saw in her vision, I suppose. But it's more like the vines constricting, right? Not just because they're on top of it. It wasn't like Not the growth. The yeah. It wasn't like putting enough weight on it and it cracks, <laughs> like the end of an egg or something like that. It was more like... A boa. Yeah, and especially the, the vines coming from... Like infinity vines themselves, normal in the uh, planetary geology, the crystal shells that surround the planetoid bodies, the infinity vines can actually just freely pass through, as can many different beings that live in the wild space out there. And in the phlogiston, they can come and go through these shells uh, at their leisure. So obviously the safety shell functions a little differently. It was modeled after that, after how that stuff works way out there in the depths of space where no one can hear you scream, but Ooh. don't function quite the same. So obviously um, the, the vines uh, and I, I don't, again, this is the last two plays I've, you know, thinking of them, I've like kind of been kicking myself after we played because I don't, I didn't feel like I got across what I wanted in the way I wanted, uh, especially our last session. That was all over the hey, place. Hey, it's fine. But the uh like like Terry kind of said in the rush of um Shaftica 
and Miodo, Miardos, <laughs> like take down the vines. He said something like, "Oh well, that's actually one one problem I don't have to deal with now because they were unstable as it was." Like yeah, part yeah, of yeah. like Erica going into that rage, and basically, you know how she stirred up the activity again. Yeah. Um, the the acceleration of that process was part of what started to make them as unstable as they were. Uh, so it was again, it was kind of. Like, from my point of view, it was like this, uh, you know, for lack of a better term, this out for the players where should they be able to f- discover this information? And they, it's one little bit tidbit for them to be able to utilize in the situation where it's not something that's completely upfront as far as problem solving, but that's why they call it problem solving, right? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I was where, where the thought of these vines and their use was all coming from. Yeah, so obviously I don't, I don't feel like I that was put across as well as it could have been. Uh, Q2. Can a guy get some rest around here? Sheesh. That was, I think, the consensus from a lot of questions. I mean, Super McDad basically said huh. something about the, the same thing. Oh, for fuck's sake, Leland, let the poor bastards get a night's sleep. We essentially, <laughs> like, we get that you have a timeline. But, like, bro... <laughs> uh, excuse no, no no this was a direct result of Mia's and Shaft initiating the evacuation plan that was out of my hands I didn't know that was gonna happen David Dave also said Witten a dawn start to the bombardment make more sense when they could actually see what they were doing that was just a matter and actually again not specifically described in the episode but it's basically done <laughs> like <laughs> it's the next day but they haven't got a full mm. rest right like <laughs> right Right. Uh, and finally, Dean finishes with C2. I wanted to make mention that the streaming content outside of IP's podcast has been entertaining and a good way to get to know you better. I loved Leo and Vinny. Thank you very much. Leo and Vinny. Leo. Yeah, th- no, thanks. That's that's awesome to hear. It was, uh, the streaming's really, really fun, despite the majority of us neg- uh, electing to not stream tonight. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. Well, now you know I'm a great driver, you know. You should go check it out, right? The shower scene, oh, yeah. the driving, <laughs> the uh, the dogs, the, uh, yeah, dog there's the all neck, kinds of wonderful, you know? lots of, uh, of murderous uh, actions from, well, I won't yeah, spoil yeah. it, but from both both people. Yeah, all all of our <laughs> all of our Twitch streams we do put the vods up on our YouTube channel. So, yeah. nothing is expired as Twitch only likes to keep for a certain number of days. They're all on YouTube's. Just go search the Encourageable Party. As long as you can spell it. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. And Sunday Sunday nights, you can watch us play Kingdom Death yeah. Monster too. KDM. Gaming Antelope next. That's right. We just uh restarted, so we have a surprise for Falzerin. Oh dear. Falzerin oh, yeah. had a baby? Wait, what's <laughs> Falzerin's a dad? What's the screaming antelope sound like? <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, what does the screaming antelope sound like, hon? That's all you <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yes. Of course. Oh, I love it. That's a sound like a mix between Hydratia's goat and Erica and Shaft Erica. That's, that's yes, right. That is yes. goat. It's that very is, Hydratia inspired. Very yeah. If Hydratia's goat and Erica had a baby. Hydratia's goat is a good band name. Let's Hydratia's go. Hydratia's goat. <laughs> oh, oh I think that was it for questions. We're at the end okay. of the summary. We're almost out of here. This is already way too long. <laughs> this is really long. We had some yeah. 
administrative work, right? Oh, yes. Do we briefly want to go over what we got with our levels? Administration. Oh, I wasn't yes, actually yes. talking about that. I was really just wanting to wrap it up. <laughs> but oh. if you want to, I... go for it. Yeah, we've had we've had some folks ask for us to go over uh, what happens when we level up, so we might as well do that on it on the AP. Well, shoot, Bill, go. Go. So uh, I was hoping someone else would go, so I could. All right, I'll do Shaft because he's easy. <laughs> yeah, I'm easy too. <laughs> Shaft is uh, nine. I was I was gonna I was gonna multi class, but. I didn't have the uh, stats to be able to go rogue, so uh, I, I'm going to stick with Ranger all the way. Uh, I did, like all of us, I think our proficiency level went up nope. uh, when we hit ninth. Yep. Uh, you should. Yes. Everybody should go from plus three to plus four. Proficiency is based on total level. It's because... Oh. It's on level. Yeah, Come on, Emily. plus four, baby. I should Get check that then. I, well, I mean, I, I assume D&D be Beyond automatically did it. Yeah, D and D Beyond probably yeah, did it yeah, for you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, spells known. I got to to learn one additional, and I swapped out some spells in the process. I took. I won't go over what the spells are, other than I'll say the names of them. I took Flame Arrow, Healing Spirit, and Wind Wall. Hey-oh. And uh, we'll let those come yeah. out and, and play. Spicy. And that's it for Shaft. All right, I can do Falsy. So Falsy uh, took another level of Wizard because he's not a moron. And <laughs> that was not pointed at Emily. That was pointed at the fact that Baldwin's multi-class has been completely screwed thanks yeah. to Isabella being yeah. a jerk. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Continue. <laughs> if you could do a job, if you could finish a job, you'd Look, be rolling in the Aldrich okay. class. Falsy does not have much of a work ethic. <laughs> so... Falzern took another level of wizard, so that means um, he got two. He, uh, I think I could have gone with a feat, right, or done the ability score increase at level eight. But oh, Anywho, you'd be level eight wizard, right? Yeah, that's you're right. One eight, eight plus one, nine total. So he he went for the ability score increase into intelligence. Um, so his intelligence is now eighteen, which gives him a plus four. Big brain, big, big brain, brain energy, BBE, big brain. So he took he got to choose two new spells and he went with a fourth level spell. Oh, he also gets another fourth level um spell slot. So he has two total now. Um so he took a fourth level spell called Gravity Sinkhole, which is one of the spells that helped kill Alamar. That was pretty sweet. Yeah, it's a cool spell. Third level spell, which was counterspell. So he has now both dispel magic and counterspell, but basically both of the spells that you need to go up against another spellcaster. Thanks, Sardos, for the right? uh, inspiration. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sar- Sardos. Yeah. Mia at level eight took an ability score improvement. Her wisdom is 20. What, what, what? I can destroy undead up to a creature re- rating of one. Ninth level opened up my fifth level spell slot, which we kind of already talked about. So I have a fifth level spell slot. I have four, no, three fourth level spell slots. And then my Tempest Domain at ninth level, I have automatic spells prepared of Destructive Wave and Insect Plague. That is the last level where you have these like domain spells is ninth level. Um, And at eighth level, we didn't talk about it, but Divine Strike... We kind of have maybe mentioned it. You might notice that my hammer is doing extra damage. Basically, when I hit a creature with a weapon attack, I gain an extra D8 thunder damage to the target. Goes up again at level 14. But yeah, like my hammer is sick right now. Like 4D8, right? 
It was sick before. Yeah, it's sick. It's sicker. It's, it's super always sick. Sicker. No, it's always been good. Super You're just sick. we're finally calculating it properly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So the fifth level spell slot again, really cool. But yeah, that's a lot using of, it before you think you're gonna rest, and then you sure. don't. But I mean, three fourth levels. I didn't know you had that many. That's that's three banishments. Yeah, I got I got four cantrips, three first level, three second level, three third level, th- or maybe it's f- anyway. I got a lot of spells. I got a lot of spell slots. Shikara. Shikara took another level of warlock. Surprise. Gasp. Yeah, girl. Dendar. Dendar so for my life. two spell slots that I have now are instead of being level one are now level two. And I went Pact of the Chain, which means I get the fine familiar and I can do it as a ritual. And I can, in addition to the regular familiars, I can have an imp, pseudo dragon, quasit, or sprite. And also if I forego... One of my attacks during my attack action, the familiar can attack for me. And Leland and I discussed it, and the familiar can also cause me to have advantage if it's in the face of whatever I'm attacking and within five feet of me. Distracting. <laughs> no, we did not. Yeah, we did. <laughs> no, we didn't. We discussed it on Discord. Did we? Yeah, we did. Mm, I said I saw proof. this thing where it said the familiar can give the, the person attacking advantage. If they're within five feet of you and in the face of whatever it is that's being attacked. What was the caveat I gave you? That they had to be in the face of and vulnerable no, to there attack was themselves. Something else. There was something else I said then. I wouldn't just give you that. I would have said you there, there's definitely a downside. Uh, you, well, you must have been in a good mood. Good thing it's in text. We can... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can check the so, records. Yeah. Can I just if she wants to look that explain. up. I just want to ask what Drake got on his level. Oh, Drake unfortunately <laughs> didn't level up. What? Oh, yeah. Drag. He's about 10 XP shy. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Leland, you said we had a couple admin things to finish up, and then we'll wrap this baby up. We're hitting up on two hours. Uh, okay. Admin. Uh, we are through much demand in Discord and, of course, discussion amongst the five of us. Uh, we're coming September 1st. We're going to be adding another Patreon tier, a $20 tier. I think we're actually going to call it uh, the Lelander. <laughs> yeah, sure. I think I think the Lelander fits. Grown. <laughs> yeah, reluctantly, right. yes. It's going to have a limit of five, and basically every six months of patronage, you you and up to three of your friends will get, get I will run a one-shot for up to four people. And obviously, twice those two one-shots in the year will be different one-shots. But I will note, I don't know how we're going to properly get it through the actual tier in the text of the Patreon. But, like, for those five people, like, the two that get run through those five people, say, in a given year, those two one-shots, they will, all five of those groups will be going through those two one-shots. It's not like every... Yeah, they'll be repetitive. Yeah, yeah, there isn't... I'm not writing a one-shot for every individual backer. There will be two... Basically, I'm writing two a year. And anybody that qualifies will get run through those two one-shots kind of thing. Just so so that's that's clear. other friends that aren't patroning to this level to play with. (laughs) Well, that's... Well, I mean, that's the thing. Yes, we're limited to five, but of course... Um, you know, you don't only one only but one I mean, person hey, technically, I guess, needs to be backing it. Twenty bucks a month for people—that's five bucks a month. Yes, guys, again, after after six months of patron, which patronage, which is in line with our thirty-five dollars here, which we have already launched with, 
Uh, at the 35, the differences between the two, and this is kind of how we came to the price difference, the $35 tier, still twice yearly after six months of patronage, you get run through a one-shot with all of us. You specifically play with us, all five of oh, yeah. us. And that one actually does come with uh, a, a IP shirt of your choice after six months <laughs> Don't as well. Forget the t-shirt. So those those are the differences. Basically, you get your with me or with everybody. <laughs> I'm I'm gl- I'm happy that we added it. I think it it makes sense. There's there's a pretty pretty big gap between our tiers between the thirty five and the uh, the five. Give so. the people what they want. They want more Leland. And everyone seems to love Team Leland as much as I guess. it makes yeah. me Everyone's sick to my stomach. Out there. Everyone's a Team Lelander at heart. <laughs> I'll say it's a it's a pretty good deal because we each pay fifty a month just to play on this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. So yeah, get We're in while the game's good. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm I'm excited about it. I think whoever decides to go to splurge for that tier is going to be um, very well rewarded for their money. And you get all the other stuff, like uh, you get to listen to the uh, paranoia adventure that that these guys are going through. And oh if you think this world is screwed oh, up, it is so uh, screwed up. Take a listen I'm to that. You, yeah. For you patrons out there, the day that this after party releases, that paranoia dr- drops on the same day on Monday. That so messed up. Episode is going to be fucking bonkers. <laughs> If <laughs> you thought yeah. for those that have listened and have access, the last last week's episode was fucked up. Just wait till you hear the aftermath of what we set up in that episode. It's it's pretty absurd. Let's just say that. Oh, that's it is the, fun. That's the fun. fun of it. Oh my god. Yeah, and you're and you're gonna get other one shots that we've been talking about too, right? Uh, as patrons. For a year. We got other Yeah, that's right. Yep. And uh we're we're gonna probably put up something for the patrons to vote on uh they of course they voted on the paranoia one so we'll put something else up right yes they voted their, their options were paranoia or paranoia yeah. or paranoia yeah. we will, yes we will be putting together an actual list of systems for the patrons that have access to uh voting we'll be able to vote on uh, I definitely think one of my picks is certainly going to be Blades in the Dark after playing with Chris Ranshaw yeah, through fun. Tangled and Slipstream. Oh, yeah. Uh, which yes. will be dropping Christ knows when, but hopefully soon. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. I, I really like that system. I think it's, it's I feel interesting. like the more RPGs we play, the more I'm like just... I don't know, like, it feels more adaptable, I guess. Like, we were so new to this, right? And now we're like, okay, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, you, you get a base skill set, right? And a lot of that skill set, that foundation that you now have, can be applied to a bunch of different systems. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. I like it. It's interesting. It's very easy to get in and learn it, too. If you know how yeah. worker placement and card drafting works, you've already learned a yeah. good chunk of you know a that's bunch exactly, of other games exactly that's exactly right. <laughs> date tbd to be determined um we expect that uh, we're going to be drawing another bookend here not exactly sure how many more episodes but depending on how the next few play sessions go we're hoping to kind of call it the end of chapter two if the island sinks it sinks yeah if the island sinks it sinks 
and embark on to chapter three. And around that same time, we were thinking about doing a giveaway um, for our 100th episode, but decided not to. So I think what we'll do is what we've agreed upon is kick off for chapter three giveaway. So we're going to do another giveaway. We've done a few already. Um, I think it's going to be dice. They seem to be really, really popular with everyone last time around. So keep your eyes peeled. Um, that'll be coming up. Um, you know, we'll we'll talk about it more as it becomes closer on the horizon. Right, right, right. And keep in mind, a automatic entry into any of our contests is part of any tier on our Patreon. True. <laughs> that would be yes. in addition to any wah, that you wah, would garner from liking or retweeting or whatever we decide to do through social media. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I think that's it. Yeah, we all good? Uh, well, yes, I yes. do have to say that Emily did just send me a Discord message with a screenshot of the discussion <laughs> she and I had within, and it seems I did not give a caveat. So Nope. As long as but it's advantage. Think about advantage. it. Think about what you want to do. I'm fine with whatever you want to do. No, don't. Don't hold back. Well, I mean, like, what would Sparky normally... Sparky wouldn't normally do anything on his turn unless you forego one of your attacks, right? Exactly. But Sparky could fly in their face and distract them so she gets advantage. Like a mosquito. Sparky is there. Sparky could do a a flyover poop right on their head. Yep. It's like a seagull. <laughs> Just like a seagull. And stay tuned for the next <laughs> after party where you'll find out what happened. <laughs> I've been John and Shaft. I've been Emily and Shakara. I'm Elena and Mia. I've been Bill and Falzerin. And I'm Leland Steele who is probably going to kill Sparky next, now that that's in right. Oh, <laughs> I can always bring him back. Happy oh. adventuring. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I hit record. <laughs> recording. <clears throat> okay, oh, yes, yeah. recording. Oh, recording. Yeah. All right, here we go. <laughs> count, it, count it down. Count oh, it wow. down. I'm a little louder than I thought I was. Hold on a second. Oh, you are a little okay, we were counting it down, and now you're counting it down. <laughs> counting it down. Three. We're up to countdown. Two, one. Holy fuck! I think so all of our individual alcohol-induced delays just made for a perfect. It made sink. the best clap ever. <laughs> right, see, we're all on edge all the time. Oh we just need to go. calm the Once fuck down, and we'll... who else has a boner right now? <laughs> Emily has one. <laughs> it's just a really small one. <laughs> oh, okay. Speak for That's... yourself. Right. The man in the boat is standing erect. Okay. <laughs>